0: didgeridoo means it's time for the australia news desk here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator it's steve visher and grant McHaren from the plain crazy down under podcast
1: dateline 20th of May, 2012.
0: Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 198. Grant, i tell you what, uh, when we started planning for this, we thought, gee, it's been a pretty quiet news week, but uh, you know what? Actually, we've come up with a few goodies, so let's kick it off by talking about Alligator Airways, now that we know all about them. They're still grounded. Oh, dear. Well, what's, what's going on? Has there been any advance?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, they tried to take CASA to the federal court to uh, get the grounding lifted so they could go back to work while all the uh, issues were resolved and discussed. And unfortunately, the federal court said, nope, and upheld CASA's request for them to remain grounded.
0: Alligator Airways lawyer John Maitland has accused the regulator of being heavy-handed and overstepping the mark. Well, he might he can accuse them all they like, mate, but, well, they're still grounded.
1: Yeah, and, mate, I don't think they're coming back from this one. The longer these guys stay grounded, the less chance they have of getting the money they need to pay what they have to and stay ready to fly.
0: Mm, interesting stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of grounded, mate, the Australian Army has proved that CASA is not the only people that can ground a tiger.
1: That's right, mate. They've uh, grounded the uh, armed recon house. Helicopter, the Tiger, that's from Eurocopter. The aircraft have been put through their paces. They're almost at full operational readiness, uh, which is due later this year. Uh, a few of the aircraft are going through some final modifications to bring them up to operational standard, and unfortunately they've detected fumes in a cockpit and wound it up grounding the whole fleet.
0: Yeah, you know, of course, the obligatory joke there, Grant, was it something to do with a mechanical fault or a rather dodgy vindaloo by the operator the night before? Yeah, I'm wondering, mate. I mean, you know, one good vindaloo and ooh, that cockpit It's going to be full of fumes. There you go. Well, speaking of other cockpits that might be full of pilots, sooner rather than later, well, maybe later, who knows, after last week's report, Lockheed Martin reports that they're ready to start training RAF pilots anytime they like.
1: That's right. The uh, RAF have two F-35s coming online this year, I believe it is, and uh, they're going to be used to start training up pilots. The the lead instructors and uh, advanced wave of pilots are going to fly the F-35 when we eventually get it, or if we eventually get it. So uh, they're ready to go with the training. Apparently, the core section of training is about 70% common to all 13 services that are going to be operating the aircraft. Of the 30% remaining, about half is differences in in wording. And the other half of that difference is due to the variance of the aircraft. So it sounds like it's a pretty good training platform, but uh, whether it turns out to have some problems like the 787 training has had, I believe it was ANA have found that it's taken longer than expected to train their captains, so uh, we'll see how this goes. But Lockmart reckons they're ready to go, they've just got to have the aircraft.
0: Exactly, Grant, and perhaps they should have been a little quicker, maybe they heard the Australian Federal Government's uh, budget announcements on the F-35 last week as were reported and thought, hey, (laughs) hang on, what's going on guys, you still want this plane or don't you? Yeah,
1: hey, we're ready, we're ready, la la la. Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of people in la la land, let's talk about the Chief Executive of Sydney Airport (laughs) grant. Kerry Mather, the
1: CEO of Macquarie Airports and the Sydney Airport Holdings, uh, has said that Sydney Airport should be fine to go until 2045. It's not running out of space. It can handle demand. It'll cope with all the extra traffic they're expecting. But a number of us are asking the immediate question, which is, well, if Sydney Airport's fine till 2045 and all is looking good, why is it that Macquarie Bank, a major shareholder in Macquarie Airports, is trying to liquidate its uh, ownership. It's trying
0: to sell out. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Uh, that's, you know, I wonder too, Grant, I mean, it, a lot of the people we talk to in the industry would accept that, yeah, Sydney Airport could um, you know, handle a lot more movements if they were only allowed to.
1: Well, that's another big part is that Sydney Airport could do very well if they didn't have to arbitrarily stop everyone on the ground and say, sorry, guys, we've hit our maximum number of movements per hour that we are allowed because of noise and various political crud, yeah. I'm being polite,
0: You are being polite. That's very polite, Grant. Well, the airport boss here says that the airport is only at 61% of the airport slots in terms of capacity uh, and that next generation aircraft such as the A380 were transforming the way that capacity was used. Mm, Interesting.
1: Mm, Yeah. Unfortunately, a uh, Saab 340 with Rex still takes a slot, so they need to do a little bit of work on that. But uh, honestly, the politics that goes on around this airport is insane. And if they would just take that movement cap and allow them to move as many as they can, this airport could handle more.
0: Now, Grant, uh, just quick. Uh, a quick uh, news article that came across the desk here tonight uh, by our favourite writer Steve Credy uh, in The Australian talks about the uh, Air Services Australia boss, uh, well he's uh, going Greg Russell, he's leaving.
1: That's correct the uh, Chief of Air Services Greg Russell has resigned after almost 7 years with the organisation and some are calling it a shock resignation given that it's uh, come from left field, no one was ready, ready for it from the outside apparently they're underway looking for a new replacement but uh, his resignation has been accepted. We're not sure what's going on there's been a bit of muckraking about the fact that he earns a whole lot of money that he's racked up big credit card bills but as air services say he's expected to travel internationally and host dinners with senior aviation officials so who knows where that one's going but i'm sure in the next few weeks we'll learn more
0: Hmm, a credit card bill uh, of uh, nearly a quarter of a million dollars between 2007 and 2010 isn't he the guy that presides over user fees in this country grant I think yeah, he, he might be. I think, well, I think the ego. There you go.
1: I think I think I think we can see the linkage here. Hmm, we need we need another A380 to touch down at Melbourne. Ching! Oh, there you there go. That'll are. pay that interest bill. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Two more quick stories before we go. Grant, uh, China Southern is looking to uh, target the uh, soon to be vacated capacity on the Kangaroo route, which is uh, Australia through to the UK. Uh, they're looking to start the Canton route. Uh, I think we might have reported on this a few uh, months or so back, Grant. But uh, yep, they're going ahead with that by the looks of it, and uh, they're going to. Undercut cut Qantas and British Airways quite significantly by the looks in terms of price.
1: Mm, Yeah, if you're ordering your flights far enough ahead, you will have a good chance of getting a great deal on this route. But mate, there's one thing that keeps me going, I don't think so. And uh, that's the airline, China Southern. Not my favourite airline,
0: mate. I don't know. I've never flown on them. It'd be interesting to hear from any of our listeners, actually. Uh, You could write into uh, the geeks at airplanegeeks.com and tell us if you've flown China Southern and, you know, are they a good airline? I mean, a lot of people say, oh, well, a Chinese carrier, maybe they're not so good. But, well, you know, frankly, I've never flown them, so I wouldn't know.
1: True, mate. I haven't flown them, but I just don't get a great feel for them. But, Mm. you know. Ah, yeah, well, Emirates and Etihad, a bit better. Uh, Singapore Airlines, definitely. Cathay Pacific, yeah, I'd go with that. Qantas, well, heck, if you had to, yes. But uh, I'm not too sure about China Southern at the
0: moment. Mm. Well, I can tell you one airline I have flown, Grant, in the past, and that's Air Pacific, the Flying Fruit Tingle. And, uh, well, they've been having a lot of trouble lately. Of course, Qantas owns 46% of that airline, but uh, the, uh, the current military government over there in uh, Fiji uh, doesn't want them uh, dictating terms or anything like that. And uh, pursuant to that, they're actually changing their name back to their original name, which is Fiji Airways.
1: That's right. They'll still have the Flying Fruit Tingle logo of the band of colours up the tail, but uh, mate, yeah. It's uh, going back to Fiji Airways. So uh, I, th- I think that's pretty good because, you know, Fiji, it's a wonderful place to go, nice place to visit, really good holidays. Fiji Airways, well, there you go. You know who it's flying. Whereas, uh, you know, Air Pacific, well, maybe that's like Virgin Pacific.
0: That's a good take, Grant. And uh, I'll tell you what they're uh, saying here, that they're going to uh, unveil its new brand and logo in July and uh, they're expected to uh, complete the transition to their new livery by the end of next year.
1: Oh, so there might no longer be the flying fruit tingle.
0: There you go. You know what, Grant, I'm betting that none of our American listeners have any idea what a fruit tingle is? Could you ever get fruit tingles when you lived over there? I don't think I did.
1: Mm, I didn't really buy them that often when I lived over here, mate. So, <laughs> But, yes, a pack of multicoloured fruit lollies. There mm. you go. Candies. Yes, artificial fruit, hard candy stuff. But,
0: anyhow. Yes, that'll give you something to look up on Wikipedia, folks, until next week. I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm still Grant McCarron. Cheers. Have you got any fruit tingles, mate? Uh, I might have a packet around here somewhere. i got a packet of salt and vinegar chips here. They don't sell them over there either. Ah, Okay.
1: Diet? What diet?
0: Southern Skies. Online Media.